Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 468. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football tonight. And I'm doing this very emotionless. I don't know why. Usually I'm, like, screaming and having fun and doing everything else. I'm just very mellow right now. I don't know. Maybe it's not the drugs because I haven't had any yet. Um, Maybe it's because I just kind of got a dull headache and I really didn't feel like yelling. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Anyhow. Uh, how are you guys all doing out there? Happy New Year. Uh, welcome to uh, the Double Deuce, uh, uh, unless you're Sam Elliott in Roadhouse, and then you call it the Double Douche. Uh, but that, that was a really good movie. That was actually a pretty good clip there. Uh, he played a guy named Wade Garrett. Um, good movie. Good movie. Roadhouse is one of the best, one of the all-time great movies that you can watch over and over and over again. You never get tired of it. Jeff Healy's in it. Uh, obviously, it's starring Patrick Swayze uh, and Sam Elliott. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good show. Anyhow, uh, back to uh, let's talk CFL. But you know, we we've had a month off. We took a month off through Christmas, and we usually do. Um, it's pretty close to a month, or at least three weeks. Uh, and uh, we had a, an interesting Christmas out here in on in America. We, we were still recovering from the big floods, and I'm still working diligently in our city to uh, restore it, uh, rebuild it, restore it, do whatever else you can. So, um, but the family was good. Everybody's good. Uh, we did have a bout of stomach flu and went through the whole family and that was not very good. Uh, so yeah, I'm not going to give you any graphic details on that one, but it was uh, pretty shitty. Um, it, oh, no pun intended there. Uh, yeah, so uh, anyhow, uh, good. I mean, but there's been lots of things that have been happening in the CFL. We got a new person doing the agenda. Sparky has stepped up to do the agenda. I think we're missing a bunch of shit that should be there. Uh, Charles, you didn't do one by chance, did you? Okay. Uh, anyhow, we'll uh, just go through the headline news from uh, the CFL.ca and uh, Let's Talk CFL and see if we can find some stories to talk about. Uh, I'm going to open up the mics and talk to the boys right now, and uh, we'll go from there because I really don't have anything to rant about because, you know, hey, it's kind of boring right now. Um, there are things happening, head office switches, coaching departments that are being filled up, uh, uh, lots of things that are happening. Uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Charles, welcome to the show, buddy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And back in ja- gem- January and just trying to dig out from all the snow we've been getting. And we're getting more oh, later. Yeah. So that's always Wah. fun. Wah. Wah. Snow. Um, I've had snow in here since October. Well, we've had, had it had here for, for like a month 48 now. 48 hours? A, no, a we've month. had snow on the ground for about three weeks now. You had a white Christmas? We did. Wow, surprising. Which is rare, but we did. So right after the floods, it must have got cold then, did it? 
Uh, pretty close. Yeah. Okay. William, welcome to the show, buddy. Must be that must be that global warming thing, Charles. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Who knows? Why is it not warm um, then? I don't know. It's not called um, global warming anymore because nobody believes that shit anymore. They, it's called yeah, climate well, change. I'm, I'm, I'm not and, politically it's the same correct, thing as, but I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it global warming. I don't care. Um, yeah, it's kind of like this pandemic that's not I hear, anymore. I, I hear, Charles, that you had some record-breaking low temperatures as well. Oh, my God, yeah. We were, we were like, with the wind chills, we were like minus 28, minus 30, which is really rare for this part of the country. I know yes, you get it cold brother... and sometimes colder in the prairies, but around here we don't get it nearly like this. No, no, my brother was telling me there was lots of Abbotsford people walking around like zombies because they've never felt this stuff before. So Yeah, it's quite weird to get uh, cold weather like this. Yeah. But the guy it's not, you, in his shorts and flip-flops, though, right? What was that? I said, but the guy still goes to Lowe's in his shorts and flip-flops because there's people in Abbotsford that will do that no matter what temperature it is outside. It's yeah, that would true. be that, – that, that would be my brother too. So he's yeah. from Manitoba. So, um, and it was also uh, we, cold we, in Alberta. So, yeah, I hate cold. I don't know why I live in Canada. We we were down in Minnesota for a week or so, but you know that's kind of kind of rare. That was between Christmas and New Year's. We actually didn't work in town at all. We just kind of took that time off. Uh, but it used to get really cold out on the Sumas Prairie, Charles, and I know that that. It, it was usually about 10 degrees colder there than it was in, in Abbotsford City. And that was yeah. kind of weird. And we used to get a hell of a lot of snow out there where it wouldn't be in the city. You'd come off the freeway at Watchcom and there's nothing on the ground. And by the time you get up to Arnold, it was like, oh, my God, there's six-foot snowdrifts everywhere. So it was kind of Yeah, kind of well, weird. the thing is down there, you get, like, constant wind down there. So that's what makes it so much colder, so... Because yeah. it's co- oh, almost yeah. constantly windy down there. I was just down there a little while ago getting gas at the Costco, and the wind was blowing. Yeah. Anyways. So there's there's uh, uh, rumors that Mike Riley's going to Edmonton. Did you hear any of this? I read something about it. It was just there was no. I don't know if there was really a source from it, but there was some talk. I, the talk was because Chris Jones is now back there and Derek McAdoo is there now and uh, Jarius Jackson, all the guys who had worked with Mike Riley there before, they're putting two and two together and thinking that Mike Riley might end up there. So, Yeah, I don't think so. I think I it's think unlikely. Mike, Riley, Mike Riley's gone past that. Um. He's he's too happy. He's happy being too close to home right now. His girls are yeah. living in Seattle, and and he gets to go see him once a week or whatever. So, yeah, uh, I think Mike Riley, if he's going to play in the CFL, he'll play for the Lions. If he's not playing for the Lions, I don't think he's going anywhere else. He'll, he'd retire no, probably. I think, yeah, good chance. Actually, there was talk about the fact that he wants to be a fireman. Yeah. Did you see that? That he was going to retire as well, a fireman. Yeah. And I, 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 you know what? I, I respect that. I, I am a volunteer fireman. I work with the Lower Nickel Indian Band Fire Department. And uh, 
I, I told you that, didn't I, that they, uh, they put out an ad because they didn't have anybody that could drive the fire truck. It was kind of funny. So, yeah, I drive the fire truck around. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, I understand and respect somebody who wants to go be a fireman and everything else because that's kind of a cool thing. But you don't give up $725,000 a year playing football to go be a fireman for 50, 60 grand a year. I wouldn't Nobody think so. Nobody no. does that. That that that's like people quitting in the NFL to come play in the CFL. People don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If they can get on, get on with another team, they're going to. And speaking of uh, NFL, we don't want Antonio Brown in the CFL. He, he he has some serious mental problems. No, what does he? Yeah, really? but that's what I'm seeing. But there's a there's a new twist on that story today that just came out a couple hours ago that he made a statement that oh no, basically he walked off. Well, basically he's saying he walked off because they were trying to force him to play with an injury and he couldn't go and he kept telling the coaches that and they were trying to force him. And when he refused, he said, okay, you're, you're done. You're not playing with us anymore. That's kind of the latest twist that's just kind of come out. Well, I mean, and that's believable. So if you're going to fire me, I'm going to give you back your fucking gear. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, he kept his pants on. Um, yeah. Okay. No, anyhow. I, I, I'm confused by this. Have you guys got Sparky's agenda up? Um, just gonna. No, I didn't really. really closed it, and I'm trying to find it again. Uh, here it is. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like it because there was not enough spelling mistakes in it. So. It, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh. He's, he's, it wasn't really so much spelling mistakes. Is it was fucking weird words. Okay, it was it was words not what they were supposed to be. That's what threw me more than anything. Okay, uh, he's got a panelist pool. He wants week one starting quarterbacks for each team. Basically, yeah, I, 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 I read that. It, uh, I want to know why. Gotta... He thought it would be a know, good idea. Think... Something to talk about in January. And 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 we're we're in January. We're not even in training camp yet. Why? You know how how we're gonna we're gonna put these down and we're gonna forget all about them for the next prediction, basically. I I understand that. You know what? I would have to put too much work in that to make it happen. So. Yeah, uh, I don't. Sorry. I, I don't I know care if you guys don't get me. Yeah, no. Uh, right, well, right now, well, I, Chris I, I, would, I would be more. Chris isn't like Chris isn't like us, Christopher. He's a nice guy. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I understand that. He is a nice guy, and, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm an asshole, and I know it, and I admit it. Okay. So, uh, I yeah, I don't see the point in this. And sorry, Sparky, I'm not being mean to you. I'm just. Uh, if, if we could put this out, and like on Friday, each team announced who their starting quarterback would be, and we could talk about it next week, fuck, I'm all over it. 
I am all over it. We're going to do this. But for us to do this now well, but, and have, have to wait until June, maybe August or September, because we don't know when COVID is going to start, let these guys start. Or, or, or do you think we're past that COVID thing? Can we discuss that, Charles? Is that okay to discuss don't now, start, or do you think it's still off start, limits? Don't start. Don't start. No, we can talk. We could, well, we could talk okay. in relation to the CFL. I don't care. Um, so do you, I, I, do you think you'll look back to the ending of the CFL season in 2022? I'm not oh, ready to say that. I'm not ready to say that because it seems that this latest variant here, well, there's two things about the latest variant. A, it seems like, um, and I've heard them talk about that it's not uh, nearly what the Delta variant is. It's more contagious, but people are a lot less sick with it. So there's that. Nobody's the in the thing hospital. That they see, Nobody's dying. Very few people, yeah. Yes. Um, um <sighs> But the other thing is, is that uh, from what other countries are saying, basically this wave, this variant kind of comes in quickly, runs rapid for two or three weeks, maybe a month, and then it almost leaves quickly. Because if you look, this one, which really caught on initially in South Africa, they went to, um, uh, they were down low cases. Then they were up at like 30,000, 40,000 cases a day for like three to four weeks. And now they're back down to like 9,000 cases a day. So it goes in and it comes out. So this could be uh, in and out quickly. And a lot of experts are saying they hope this will be on the downward slope by the end of January. We'll see what happens there. Um, but then again, who knows if there's another earth-shattering variant around the corner. It tends to seem to go like that, but we'll have to wait and see. But uh, at this point, I'm not going to say that there's going to be a disruption because I think it's too early to say that. But I could be wrong. There, 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 there already, there already is another variant, Charles. Oh, what's and it apparently, called? And a, I don't know. And apparently, it's come out of France. And oh, good. surprise, surprise! No, no, surprise, surprise! It's supposed to be just as transmissible as the. Obi-Wan Kenobi variant, which I call it, okay, <laughs> but I actually it's, like supposed that. To be, it's supposed to be as bad as the Delta variant, okay? So I don't know what to think or say or I don't know. I don't know, man. So it, it, It's called SARS-CoV-2 coming out of the south of France. Uh, it's, got no, it's got no cool name. Uh, and, which is really weird because, like, the French we, language is very sexy, and, you know, it's got uh, everything about the French no, language I, I cool. Think, I so think you would think that they would have a cool name for their variant, here, I, and they I, don't. I, I think if there's going to be a name created for the new variant, I think they should let the citizens of Edmonton, Alberta, pick a name, Okay. Because they no. did so well at picking a name for their football team. Yeah, exactly. No. I, I don't think that's so, a good idea. Yeah, no, there's a there's no cool name for this. I'm really kind of upset about that. 
Oh, don't worry, it's coming. Oh, I was going to say something, but I I don't think I should because it could be offensive to people. But go ahead. I had a name for it. No, I was just going to call. Stop. What's that? I had a name for it. Uh, Why should you guys be the only ones defending people? I just say let's call Kermit the Frog variant. <laughs> that's not an insult. I just like Kermit the Frog. So. And I, and this was not a, and this is not a shot at French people at all. I just like Kermit the Frog. No, I realize no, no, I realize that would annoy people, a... but it's not. It's not meant to be offensive. Honestly, so let, let's just forget I even said that. Well, considering Charles that I am. Uh, my my heritage is half French, and my wife is 100% French. I find this rather funny, okay? I do not take offense to this at all. And I honestly didn't do that because of France or anything. I just saw a picture of Kermit the Frog and thought to myself, well, let's call it the Kermit the Frog variant. And then I thought, well, coming from France, that might not be a good thing. Oh, that, that's exactly why we should call it Kermit the Frog. I, oh, actually, you probably should just drop the Kermit, or sorry, drop the frog, and just call it the Kermit variant. Okay. Because everybody knows who Kermit is. You don't have to tell it. Right? Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? You can just yep. say Kermit variant, and everybody's going to say a fucking French frog. <laughs> And it honestly did not mean that the way it sounded. Doesn't matter. It sure turned out that way. Oh. Yep. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, are we going to talk some football? There, yep, there was so sure. much that happened, and I don't understand why. I'm, I'm looking at this at Sparky's thing here, and like, there's there's nothing here. No offense, Sparky, but Chris Jones signs as uh, head coach, general manager, and chief cook and bottle washer in Edmonton for the Elks. He's brought yeah. in Stephen McAdoo. He's brought in Jarius Jackson. He's brought in. Who else has he brought in? He's brought in G. Roy Simon from BC, assistant general manager. Uh, he, he's done all sorts of shit over there. All sorts of things yeah. are happening. Um, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, all this part is of kind of That's all part of the number two. He's got front of, office changes really. and then list the whole bunch. Well, he's got all the different ones listed there. Yeah. Unless you're looking at a different one than I'm looking at. No, no, he does have that there, but... Because I saw a second one up there that was just point, kind of like a point-by-point point thing. There was a second one that got posted. When? Where? Uh, there's now? one here, Agenda, and it, it just posted right before the show. It's just segment one, Grey Cup Review. Segment two, Tie Cat. Oh, this is my old one. Okay, that's never your mind. old one. I that wasn't, that that's was my old example, one. I didn't I, read it that closely. I, I, okay. It says, Sparky, the agenda's pretty. Can you make it practical? Okay. No fluff. Big print, more of a cheat sheet than an essay. Also, there are their articles back up the stories. Something to reference, right? You, you, Charles, you did a good job. Yeah, I got right? you. Oh, wait. 
You know, you know what we can do. I've, I'm online right now with CFL News, and we can start back on December 24th and go from there. Okay. How are, how what are you on, on, on CFL News? Where where is this on Twitter? No, no, on uh, just on Safari. I just googled latest CFL news, and three or four come up, and I prefer CFL news. So it's cflnews/cfl.ca. Okay. And and how did it come up? It, put up a link. Put up a link. You think I know how to do that, for fuck's sake? Just a minute. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Just here. a minute. Just Check a minute. Zombie. Just a minute. Don't be such a penis. Come hey, on you know, now. Uh, you know, you, 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 I want you to know that I, I, I went out of my way and I, like, made you a admin at the Let's Talk CFL page, right? Yeah. Because you, you've been bugging me for quite a, a few years. And, yes. And, and and I couldn't do it because we had another person in there that you two didn't get along. So mm-hmm. he's gone, and now you're there. And, I, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased that you're there because you're part of my podcast and you're my friend, and, and, and I'm glad that you're part of that. When you're sharing links, don't bring them from another group. Go to the actual story and copy the link, and then bring I've it only in. Done, okay? I did that. I did that once in the last two days. Give me a break. And I and well, I you, you and actually I, posted one on your wait, own, own page, wait, your wait, own Facebook page. And I today. after and after I did it, I realized what I had done, and I just kept on going because I really didn't have time to change it. Okay. I mean, we do all strive to be as perfect as Christopher Jones. And I know that, but there's no fucking way you can. But, okay, but I, uh, you know, I do what I can do, and if you don't like it, suck it. Okay. No, no. I, I just want you to know that this. You're gonna. I'm waiting for this link to come up that you're gonna share, and I get to see this picture over and over again that I posted just before the show, and I'm not gonna say anything about the picture, but at least it's entertaining for me. Charles, you still have it there, okay. right? Which one? Will 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 deleted it. The deleted last one. Yes, because swipe up. I got the picture there. I yeah. Get, I get so many of those, Christopher. I can't keep them all on my phone. I'm sorry. Okay, come uh, on. This link. Yeah, I'm waiting. So we can I'm all be on the same page. Link... Oh my god, I'm trying to figure out which link I'm on. Okay, just give me a minute. Fuck. It says it now right I... at the top of the page. Charles, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Okay. Talk to Christopher. Talk to Christopher for a second, so he leaves me the fuck alone. Oh. Hey. Hmm. I'm just trying to help him out because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I'm not sure you're actually helping him, though, at this uh, point. He seems to be getting him more yeah. flustered. Yeah, you, 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 can't, you can't pressure me because uh, I'm a very sensitive human being. Very sensitive in my ass. When you talk about it, I'll talk you're... to CJ about stuff. 
So how long do you think we might be able to figure this out? <laughs> well, I I had it a minute Is this ago, show long and enough? now you guys have and now you guys have no, fucked this, me up. Okay. Is this just from the Three Down Nation, or is that what you're getting from the no, CFL no, News? No, um, I don't. I don't no, listen to Three Down that, Nation. You, you know that Twitter uh, guy that, that is called CFL News. I yeah. think that's what he's trying to do. Oh, okay, he just doesn't know how to do it. No, well, that's we'll not it there. either. Okay. Yeah, no? Fuck. Well, let's let him find it. We'll give him a chance to let him find it. Okay. Wow. While we no, wait, we can I will sing the hits of Tom Jones. What? We Which can, one? We can use this one. Now Now you're being an ass, Charles. That's not like you. Um, no, I, how was that being an ass? Why don't we just go to CFL.ca? They got a whole bunch of articles with colored pictures. Works for me. To where? CFL.ca? Yes. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there for 10 minutes. So? When you were trying to show me something you... better. I didn't say it was better. Uh, okay, I just posted a link in the chat there that. Uh, yeah, slash news. Okay, let's okay. start with December 24th. Ty Katzik and Stein Steinauer's role. He's now the president or something like that of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. If you guys remember correctly, Grey Cup week, he was all but leaving. Yep. To go to the University of Washington. To be the defensive but coordinator or something like that. I I, I don't know that if that was rumor. ever actual. That was a rumor. I don't think that was anything. He denied it vividly, or that's not the word I want. Um, adamantly, vehemently denied it. And 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 uh, he says that he has had no correspondence at all with the University of Washington. <laughs> That uh, doesn't mean his agent hadn't, but he hadn't. So, I, you know, I don't know if that, that rumor actually ha- held any water. But I know a lot of people were talking about by... that Grey Cup week. That's a Grey Cup and week. In particular, uh, and in particular, Farhan Lodgy was talking about it a whole bunch. Yes, he was. So... Uh... Not just him, that's I think Dave Naylor brought it up. and That's what I don't like about the CFL.ca thing here, we got, you us looking at, is you click on some of these articles to go read them, and they're videos. Yeah. And we can't do, we can't do like a video. Um, there's resolutions for each team. This is like, uh, what's his name, the morning quarterback, uh, Pat Steinberg. Okay, let's do right. that. Okay, Winnipeg Blue Bombs. Free agency is just weeks away. They'll be at the CFL draft, and then, just like that, training camps will be underway as we start a new calendar year for Monday morning quarterback. Let's do our annual team-by-team New Year's resolutions. Okay, Pat, go for it. Uh, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, one more year. Andrew Harris, Willie Jefferson, Stanley Bryant, Adam Biggill, Zach Fulcher. So many key figures in the Winnipeg's second consecutive Grey Cup season are... Three agents come at February 8th. 
which begs the question, how many can the Bombers keep? I honestly don't think Andrew Harris will be a Bomber next year. No, I, I agree with you. I think his time is done, at least in Winnipeg, and maybe totally he might be done, period, because he had a lot of injuries this year. He did. He didn't play a lot of football. Uh, he he really hasn't played that well since he got his suspension for being on drugs, steroids. Uh, he just came back. Yes, he's won two Grey Cups, but uh, he really didn't. And he did get the MVP in the in last year's, this year's. But anyhow, um, I don't think he's played really good football since then. Personally, uh, he is he. He is from Winnipeg. He lives in Winnipeg. His daughter is in Winnipeg. I, I really don't see him going anywhere else. It is that means his time in the CFL is over. William, what do you think? Um, Andrew Harris, Winnipeg well, Blue Bombers next year. Yeah, I, I is he going to take a hometown no, discount? Think, well, it just depends because. They have two other running backs in their backfield. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's his name? Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Augustine. Come on, help me here. Yes, Johnny Augustine, Augustine and Brandon um, Oliveira. Brandon Oliveira. And they yeah, are Canadian both free. Too. They are both free agents as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so. Either either they get to expand their roles, or I think the stamp, or the Bombers are going to lose one, if not both of them, and then they're down to Andrew Harris, and Andrew Harris definitely cannot play a, a full season, not anymore. Okay, here's my problem with your theory there. Okay, uh, both of them are Canadian running backs. It really yep. sucks to have a Canadian running back because that means you need a Canadian backup running back. Yeah. Because if he goes down, then you have to start flipping your roster all over the fucking place. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a racial break position, which is great when you've got like an Andrew Harris and an Oliveri in, in one-two punch. Yeah. But who's going to pick up a Canadian running back? if they don't have a backup for him. I'm just throwing that out there. Unless they go buy both sign leave Harris out and sign both of those guys, both Oliveira and well, Augustine, so there you have a starter and a backup. Exactly. And that would make sense. Will says that they, they're gonna be leaving and uh I I think that Andrew Harris is the odd man out in this one. And well, I would yeah, agree because right, both of those guys are younger and cheaper. Both yeah. of those guys, they probably get both of those guys for the salary of one Andrew Harris, okay? I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, and, and, but what I'm saying is if, they, if he does sign and they go because, I mean, you say they need what team is going to pick up Canadian running backs. Well, the Stampeders have a Canadian running back on their roster, and they their starter is an American, okay? Hamilton has a couple of Canadian running backs, and their starter is American, okay? So lots of teams in the CFL do it because they need those guys for special teams, okay? Correct. So, Correct. 
But it's just your starting it. running back being a Canadian. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Okay. That's, I mean, the Stampeders did it. The hardest. The Stampeders did it. There isn't that many out there. The Stampeders did it with uh, what's his face? Can't Cornish. even remember his name. John John Cornish for years. Okay, and it wasn't an issue. So, mm-hmm. you okay. know, I'm sure if you want one, you just do it. But I, I think Andrew Harris might retire. Um, but I also think Andrew Harris has got a bit of an ego, and I don't know if what he would do if he didn't play football other than get in trouble. Did I say that? Whoops. Yes. Andrew Harris is 35 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's old for running back in the CFL. That, that's very old for running back. That's old for most football players in the CFL. It is. Yes. Stanley Bryant is 36. Yeah, but he's an old lineman. Yeah. He's, he he's like a couch. He's like a couch. Yeah. doesn't have to move much. No, no, exactly. Okay, uh, Hamilton, we're moving on from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers into the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The right choice. It seems clear that the Tiger Cats are on a collision course with an important decision at quarterback. Is Hamilton going forward with Dane Evans or Jeremiah Mazzoli? It's one of the defining questions of the CFL offseason, and, and there are are convincing arguments on both sides. I'd like, I'd just like to see whatever choice the Tiger Cats make ends up being the right one. Who do you go with? Dane Evans? Jeremiah Mazzoli? Well, for me, I'm wondering what the convincing evidence for Jeremiah Mazzoli would be. Well, didn't he come in in relief of Dane Evans in the Grey Cup? He did a hell of a lot better job. He did, and he actually, he did play Quite well, actually. So I, I can't say that. I, I was just being. I was just kidding around. Um, I, I know, and I'm, I'm just still, pointing out. Pointing yeah. it out. He he does have some good points yeah. to him. Yeah, because even before he got injured, Dane Evans was struggling in that game, as he did in the mm-hmm. Grey Cup two years ago as well. So mm-hmm. I still though think you're, if you're looking at the two quarterbacks. Uh, equally, I still think your odds are better with Dane Evans than they are with Mazzoli. I just think he one. gives you. I think he just got more upside than Mazzoli does. I think Mazzoli's limited, more. and I still think. What's that? Dane Evans has more future. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, I believe he's younger than Mazzoli, and he can still, um, I think, grow as opposed to um, um, uh, Mazzoli, where I think Mazzoli's pretty much peaked where he is now. And he's not – He's not. Uh, I don't see a lot of room for improvement in Mazzoli, where I do think there, there is still growth uh, for Dane Evans. I think Mazzoli might actually be the odd man out at the end of the year without a contract. Coming to the start of the 2020 season, Jeremiah Mazzoli may be quarterback without a contract. And the funny thing is, you're not the only person I've heard say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think well, uh, I think uh, I think Dane Evans is more consistent than Mazzoli, 
And there's also that article that's running around. I read it today about Jeremiah Mazzoli not uh, not having a contract, and they say some of it has to do with him not being vaccinated, and he cannot travel in the CFL if he is not vaccinated. That I did not so, see. Yeah, I, there was an article today talking about that. So, because the rumor was last year he was not vaccinated, and apparently the Bombers complained because they had to leave somebody at home for the Grey Cup because they couldn't they couldn't uh, travel, and there was a number of Hamilton players that were not vaccinated that got to play in the Grey Cup, and Winnipeg is saying that it wouldn't have been that close if the players who weren't vaccinated weren't playing that day. So. I don't so, know. Let, let me get this straight. Winnipeg wins the Grey Cup, and they're whining? Yep. 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 Okay. Well, I think they launched it. They were complaining before the actual game was played, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, could be. Could be. I'm sure they would have. Uh, no, I, I actually think, Charles, I think you're incorrect on that. I think they didn't start complaining until two days later. It really seemed weird. Yeah, I remember reading that article a couple of days after the Grey Cup, so I think you're right, Christopher. Yeah, it did. It came out two days after the Grey Cup, and they started bitching yeah. about it. And I'm just going, what the fuck? Like, seriously, you just won the Grey Cup, and now you're bitching because you had a couple of players that were ineligible? Yeah, but but you start talking about things like that when you're a dynasty, okay? Why didn't they just put them on a bus and send them to Hamilton a couple days earlier? (laughs) Rent them a car. Get them an Uber. Well, no, and I'm I'm thinking I can't can't remember because I haven't done it for a long time, and I did it as a kid. Winnipeg, or sorry, Hamilton, or sorry, Winnipeg to Hamilton is not that bad of a drive. No. It's like a day, because driving anywhere in Ontario is a day. Yeah, so it's like two days days worth of driving. Boring driving from Thunder Bay East. Why didn't he leave two days before the Bombers were supposed to be there and he could have played? I know. I don't. I don't understand. You can do that. Drive yourself. Okay. So anyhow, let's move on. What goes around comes around. Is this the the age of reduce, reuse, recycle? Chris Jones is once again in the Edmonton Elks organization. Actually, he's not. He's now in the Edmonton Elks. He was in the Edmonton Eskimos prior to this. Okay. 2021 was a rough year for one of the CFL's most storied organizations, the Elks. How can you say there's a story? We, we talk about them the most, but you don't know. Finished out of the season with losses in nine of their last ten games. Didn't post a single victory at Commonwealth Stadium. For those reasons and others, Edmonton made sweeping changes, kicking out Jamie Elzondo and Noel Thorpe. I don't think they should have got rid of Noel Thorpe, but that's beside the point. Uh, and he brought in Chris Jones as head coach and general manager. 
Now, Chris Jones did win a Grey Cup with the Edmonton. They won the, the last Edmonton Grey Cup, which was what, 2014, yep. 2015, 15, something like that? 15, 15, yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and they're hoping that he's going to be able to do it again. They took because the uh, first time around he took a four and fourteen team, but if you remember, you remember that I said this long time ago that year the 2014 Edmonton Eskimos were the best four and fourteen team in the history of the CFL. Mm-hmm. I remember saying that. I don't. I don't think they lost that many games by more than three points. Right? I mean, they just lost too many games. And then the next year they finished 12 and 6. The year after that, they went 14 and 4 and won a Grey Cup. So, was that all Chris Jones, or was that a matter of that team just needed some tweaking? This team right now that we just had in Edmonton, what what did they go? Did, did they have three or four wins or five wins? No, BC had five wins. Uh, anyhow, it was pathetic. It was like two wins, three at the end. Um, they were a, a, an absolute train wreck. They were an, a, a terrible, terrible football team. So you cannot compare what Chris Jones did in 2015 to what Chris Jones is going to do in 2022. Also, when Chris Jones did it in 2015, he had Mike Riley as his quarterback, not Taylor Cornelius and Nick Arbuckle. That's quite a difference right there alone. You think? Yeah. I don't think they have a quarterback. I don't think he's convinced that Nick Arbuckle is a quarterback, and I know he does not think Cornelius Fudge is a quarterback. Okay, sorry. Nobody does. Sorry. Sorry, you're giving Christopher Jones too much credit, okay? Or Chris Jones too much I'm, credit. I'm, he I'm does not. Jones. No, you're talking about Chris Jones. He does not give quarterbacks a second thought. I, I know he's that. He's a defense but, guy. He doesn't care. But he hired a, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, the same one he had the last time who's a horrible offensive uh, coordinator, okay, <laughs> in my opinion, okay? And, of course, who, there, is rumor, there is a rumor out there, and I don't know if you guys have heard it, and I haven't seen an article on it, but I've heard it. Apparently, Chris Jones is trying to sign Marcus Crandall. <laughs> It'd be a smart okay. move because it's his kind of quarterback. He's Probably a nobody. Taylor Cornelius. He's a nobody, but he still wins the Grey Cup. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. So there you go. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going but on. But yeah, okay. but isn't uh, this amazing? Okay, I, I and I've mentioned this before on this podcast numerous times. I don't like Chris Jones. Okay, never have. I think he's a defensive coach, but that's it. Okay? But it seems that guys, and when I say guys, other assistant coaches just love him. Because he's basically basically just raped 
the Toronto Argonauts of their coaches. Yep. Okay, Jarius Jackson was there last year. McCormick, or whatever his name is, was there last year, was in Toronto last year. McAdoo. Okay. And so was Marcus Howell. So he's taken three coaches from Toronto already. Well, just wait till free agency hits and he starts rating uh, the Argos players. He did the same thing when he left Edmonton and went to Saskatchewan. Remember, he signed a whole bunch right. of guys that he right. had in Edmonton. That's what he does. Right. Well, here, here's my problem with that. Okay? When he went to Saskatchewan and he brought a whole pile of Edmonton Eskimo players, Edmonton Eskimo players who had just won a Grey Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Okay. So now he's left the Toronto Argonauts and he's going to the Edmonton Eskimos and he's going to bring a whole pile of Toronto Argonauts. Who did they make the playoffs? Yes, they did. They got to the Eastern Final. <laughs> they were first in the division. My, do you see my Crappy point? Division, mind you, but do you see yeah, my point? They were the Toronto he, Argonauts. But don't forget, Chris Jones has already released eleven players from Edmonton. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, but they so, were going to be free agents or, or whatever anyhow, so it's a point. Well, no, if they're free agents, you don't have to release them. Yeah, but a lot of free agents are being released right now. It's, that's just a fact, okay? But, yes, I understand what you think. Yeah. I don't think you should be a general I mean, manager. I mean, Martin Bernard, Chris Tasher, Derek Dennis, he didn't play, Armonte Edwards, um, Sir Vincent Rogers, Jonathan Rose, James Tuck, Herb Waters, and Terry Williams. He released all of those guys. Mm-hmm. So obviously he's got something else in mind. Like maybe oh, players yeah. who win. Like players who won, maybe. Maybe that's what he has in mind. Well, that would be nice. I let's, think Edmonton would appreciate that. This way. Edmonton fans. Let's put it this way. Now that Chris Jonas is in Edmonton, it's going to be very entertaining for the Stampeders next year. Why? Why? Pardon me? Why? Because... Uh, Dave Dickinson and Dave Dickinson and Chris Jones don't like each other. Didn't you know that? I've heard they don't that like before. each other. Does, 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 is there many head coaches around the league that like Chris Jones? Good point. I I don't know. Is there the the, the assistant coaches or the the coaching staff that play with Chris Jones like him? The players that play with Chris Jones like him, nobody else around the fucking league likes him. No. I mean, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. There's only one piece. Does not is, is broken. No, I know that, and he says he wants to make this a long term thing in Edmonton. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Okay. He's still trying to get into the NFL. I guarantee fucking see it, okay? If, if, if the offer came, he would be gone before June. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. If the offer came, he would be gone before. And I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being a whore. If you, if you, if it doesn't bother you. Okay. And it doesn't bother him. No. No, not at all. You know, I remember the article, the article about him talking about how he was thrilled to be coaching high school in his old alma mater, blah, 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 blah. And the first offer that came from the CFL, he was gone. So, yeah, the man's a whore, but that's okay. He he doesn't stay anywhere long term. You know what? As long as you know that he's a whore and you can accept those consequences, Mm -hmm. He's a good coach. Yeah. And I, I Yeah, no, I agree. I I'm assuming I'm assuming the Edmonton Elks, they hired Wally as a consultant to find them a general manager. And I'm sure Wally put him on the list. Oh, he did. In fact, Wally interviewed him and 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 that's when Chris Jones says that he is long-term. Now, if I was the Elks organization, and I am not, I am not, I would have written a contract that was impossible for him to leave. That he would have to pay back every penny he got from us, and then some. Yes, he yeah, probably never have, signed that, though. There's no chip. But he'd have to sign that. He'd have to sign that contract, so... Exactly. If he's there, yeah, he's willing to say that to I'm there it. long term, then uh-huh. and I'm going to sign you to a five-year contract, and you cannot get out of it. Under any circumstances, we're not letting you out of it. I don't care what happens elsewhere in your life. You, you, you break this contract, you're going to jail. You know, something like this. Anyhow, I know you can't do that. But... um Moving on, moving on from Chris Jones. Montreal Alouette in good health. I wonder how things would have ended for Montreal this season had Vernon Adams Jr. not gone down with a shoulder injury in Week 10. The late acquisition of Trevor Harris helped the Owls keep their head above water and secure a playoff spot, but the offense never looked that good. I don't think the offense looked that good at any time in the 2021 season. I don't think Vernon Adams is the answer in Montreal. I know, Will, you like him, and uh, and that's okay. I just don't think he's that good enough of a quarterback to be a franchise quarterback. My opinion. He's serviceable in the Eastern Division. In the Eastern so Division, what happened, he can get you enough wins to make a playoff position. That's it. That's it. That's what he happened, would not make a Western team. What happened? What happened in Montreal between 2019 and 2021? William Standback came back. No, no. What happened? And between I think the big thing. And twenty one. Uh, the pandemic. Pandemic lost the season. Yeah, the pan yeah, but the last season. But no. Montreal hiring Danny Machocha. 
I oh, think yes. that's a problem. I think that's a problem because he has wow. he has an e he has an ego bigger than my ass. Okay, and and Ooh. and no no and he's uh, he's uh, he's a control freak, and I'm sure they did not have the same atmosphere in Montreal after he took over. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because the 2019, when he wasn't there, that team seemed to be just just all meld, and they were great, and, and they got along, and something happened, and I bet you it's Danny Machocha. Yeah, it, it, now that you mention that, that's not a bad point, actually. And and if you give it, I give, uh, if they have another shitty season next year, um, Kahari Jones will be gone. Yeah, I, I don't I think Kahari Jones is the problem. I don't either, but that? he made a scapegoat by Danny Machocha. Absolutely. Okay, okay. So that's uh, uh, William Stanback, uh, Vernon Adams, and Eugene Lewis are all locked up for next season with Montreal. They're one of the few teams that has their their big-name players already under contract. Go Owls. Moving down the list to the Calgary Stampeders. With some reports running around the league. What's that? I had to go there. had to go go there, there, right? Yeah. I have to. It's it's on the list. With some of the reports swirling around the league, it feels like there's a chance for some quarterback discomfort in Calgary. The Stamps have re-signed Jake Mayer. Well done. And they have two-time outstanding player, Bo Levi Mitchell, under contract for next year. There's a realistic world where both guys coexist well. No. I understand that um, Bo's contract, Bo has $200,000 bonuses, two $100,000 bonuses, one due in January, one done in, due in March. So they have to pay him over $200,000 before they even get to training camp. That is his existing contract. I also have been told, or I believe, that they are trying to renegotiate, restructure Bo's contract right now. I know you mentioned that do before, you, I think, Will. Do you yeah. believe that that will happen? I do. Simply because I don't think Bo Levi Mitchell can play on another CFL team. So if he – except maybe Winnipeg. Um, if he was to continue in the CFL, it will be with the Calgary Stampeders. That is my belief. I think he's too much of a coward to go anywhere else. So he is going to take a deep discount in the pocket to stay in Calgary. Will it be enough for Huff? Huff doesn't like paying big bucks for anybody. He paid Mitchell way too much. 
and he's been clawing it back ever since. Whoa. Charles, you're not sounding good. Whoa. What was that loud? You're, you know, your, your mic's not working. Okay, how about that? Is that any better? No. No. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I haven't done anything like that here and then. Unplug it, talk into your louder. Are you sure? Are you sure you're not going through an earthquake? Because that's what it sounds like. No, I thought I, I hit it with my arm, but um, yeah. No, let me, uh, let me try something. You like talking? I'm going to try something here. Well, you stop okay. talking. It's yeah, scary. Stop talking. <laughs> me too. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, so number one, I'm going to say this: Christopher Jones. Bull Levi Mitchell is a Calgary Stampede for his entire career. He's not going to go anywhere else. I guarantee it. I, I, I agree. He has, he has given hometown discounts his entire career. Okay? He has. He I has. Mean, and I respect yes, that. Yes, he I has. Do. Yes, he has. And then when they offered him the big money, of course he took it. And then they've been paring it down ever since then. And yes. is he going to renegotiate this time? Absolutely, I would think he's going to renegotiate. Or Winnipeg's going to trade him, or Calgary's going to trade him. I don't think they're. Gonna, I course. don't think he's tradable. Yeah, I still think there's some teams out there that would take him. I don't think. I don't think they'll take that contract. Unless Calgary yeah, well, no, I didn't say the contract, but if they if he disagrees with the renegotiation, he becomes a free agent anyways. Is he a free agent this so, year? No, he's not. Well, well, no, no, no. But if they don't pay him his bonuses, he's automatically a free agent. Yeah, they've released him. They That's have to correct. release him. So he, it, so he's free right? to negotiate they, with anybody he wants to. Correct. And who would and like that? Is my mic any better? Yes. Yeah. Who would the like? The only team like that he could go to that he would be successful with was would be Winnipeg. No, that's not true. Where you else just said, would he go? Name a team. Name a team he could be successful with. You said other teams wouldn't take him. I guarantee you, Ryan Dinwiddie would take him in a fucking heartbeat. I was just going to say that, too. I, and, and I would love to see him in Toronto. I would love right. to see it. I would pay money for that. I would pay a lot uh-huh. of money to see him in Toronto. And you will finally have to agree with me on his ability to play football. <laughs> He will get cut before Labor Day. Oh, my Lord. You're such a dreamer. Anyway. Anybody who thinks this fucking Bo Levi Mitchell is an awesome quarterback is lost. Okay. Jake Mayer is your number one quarterback in Calgary moving forward. Okay. So, so, so when, you say, when you say something like that, when you say something like that, I have to I have to ask you about your knowledge of football players. Jake Mayer played three games in the CFL 
He threw for 300 yards in each game. He lost two out of the three. And you're he did. saying he, he, should be a, he, should be, he should be a starter in the CFL. Are you fucking kidding I, me? I never said that. I never said that. I, you didn't ah. listen to what my words were. I said he will be the starter moving forward. I never said he yeah, should be. Yeah, what year? 2026? Yeah, but he's not going to be the starter if Bo Levi Mitchell is still there. If he takes a pay cut, he's still there. They're not going to start him over Bo Levi Mitchell. No, they're not. Mitchell goes to Toronto, as you just said, with Ryan Dinwiddie. Yeah. Who's your number one quarterback in Calgary? Oh, that will be there for sure. Jeremiah Mazzoli? No, I, I disagree. You think you think John Huffnagel and Dave Dickinson are going to hang themselves out with a rookie quarterback or a second-year quarterback and not have a backup plan? Never have, never going to happen. Never going to happen. Okay, so they're they're gonna gonna bring, they they could have a, they could bring in a veteran backup. I can see that. Yeah. Mazzoli. Got to be. Mazzoli's going to be a stampede. Yeah. No, they would never let... They would never bring Mazzoli to Winnipeg or to Calgary. <laughs> Once again, they'd probably they'd probably sign Marcus Crandall before they'd bring him to Calgary. So. <laughs> In Toronto, the big smoke. Since taking over as general manager in 2019, Pinball Clements has been busy. They come in free agency. Has been, has been as busy. They come. They come in. Fuck, Charles. Did you write this? No. I swear I did not. Pinball, Pinball oh, Clements oh, has been as wait busy. They come in free agency. Hey, I wanted to say something before we move on. <laughs> Why? Before we move on Toronto to Toronto, I want to say something about Calgary. Um, okay. What? I I I'm I'm I keep on seeing these comments from our little buddy Sparky about how yeah. if Calgary doesn't hire or sign some of their their free agents, how he's not going to watch football anymore. He, he, you call yourself. You fan. call yourself. You call yourself a Calgary St. Peter fan? Give me a fucking break. Okay. You're supposed to be a fan of your team regardless of who plays for them. That You're is correct. To. Charles, we are, aren't we? Of course. It's Lions pretty fans. obvious. Look what they did last year. Well, no, it's pretty yeah. obvious that you're a fan of the BC last Lions. Two years. You don't last decade. It's been over a decade. Uh, okay, we're, can we do Toronto now? Yes, sir. I, I still don't know what that sentence says, but we're going to move on, okay? From offensive playmakers like Ricky Collins and Zavarius Daniels to defensive impact players like Enoch Mwamba and Cameron Judge, the Argos have loaded up on new players in the last two free agency periods, I think it's time to be a little less busy. I think they're going to lose a lot of their players to Edmonton. It's going to have to be busy. Pinball's wheeling and dealing paid off in 2021 as the Toronto locked up the top 
top seed in the Eastern Division while they have figured out what the plan is at quarterback. What is the plan at quarterback? I've done a nice job laying building blocks that mesh well with head coach Ryan Dinwiddie. It'll be interesting, or in, I'll be interested to see if Toronto is more focused on retaining than adding this season. They need a quarterback. Plain and simple. They don't have one. He can't sit there relying on McLeod Bethel Thompson anymore. He's the guy, and he's another one. We were talking about earlier, Andrew Harris. He's in his mid-30s, and I believe McLeod Bethel Thompson is 34 or 35. That's not exactly prime age for a quarterback. What am I saying? We got Mike Riley. But Mike Riley's done stuff in the past, at least. He's done stuff. He's won great cups. McLeod Bethel Thompson hasn't won nothing. I don't think he's ever seen the great cup, has he? Nope. That could be a landing spot for one of the two Ticat quarterbacks, possibly. Oh, God, no. Not that that's a huge upgrade. No, 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 no. Trevor Harris is a free agent out there, guys. Where's he going to land? Anyhow, moving on. There's another landing spot. Uh, BC Lions, a lucky return. If there's one player I'm hoping the stays put in free agency, it's a receiver, a lucky Whitehead in BC. Whitehead was one of the breakout stars of 2021, finishing with 932 receiving yards, four touchdown catches, and just 12 appearances. Whitehead also lived the league in a whopping 447 yak yards. Yak yards, which speaks to just how dangerous this guy is. We know that. Okay, what, what's what's going on here? What do you want to say, please, for Will? Breathe above it. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Uh, you're hopping above, above what? again, Charles. Oh, I gotta move my uh, adjust my uh, microphone. Yeah. Okay. Where are we here? Okay. Whitehead is a perfect fit for quarterback Mike Riley, and it showed with the always consistent and reliable Brian Burnham also in the fold. Riley Whitehead, one of the – would be the form – what's squeaky? Charles, do I have to move? I, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. Okay. Hang on. Where am I? There's that dog. Um, okay. That's my dog. That's why it's such a blow when the Lions lost Whitehead late in the season, season, yes. And he came back and tried to play, too, which I was really impressed with. Uh, if one year is an indication, year two looks like it could be huge when the Whitehead returns to BC. Well, I, I can't argue with that. The big question is, will Mike Riley return to the BC Lions? Uh, he wants to be a fireman. Uh, yes, but he's making $725,000 a year as a quarterback. Would you stick around for the final year of your contract? I would. I think Mike Riley will be there. Uh, if he's not, he's going to retire. But BC doesn't have a, another option. As, as, as Jake says, as Jake, as Will says, Jake Meyer in Calgary is not ready to be a starter. Nathan Rourke in BC is not either. 
Although, I wouldn't be disappointed for if he stepped up if Mike Riley retired. BC would still have to find a comparable backup. Uh, but still, Nathan, it's too, he's too young of a, a quarterback to throw in as a starter. I, I, I wouldn't be happy with that. He's also a Canadian, isn't he, Charles? Yes, he is Canadian. Yes. Yeah. So that would be a starting Canadian quarterback. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, that's it. Any Anything to say about uh, BC there with Lucky Whitehead, uh, uh, Brian Burnham, Mike Riley, a plethora of other players that uh, when we got 42, 41 of four, 41 of 42 players are free agents this year, I think. Um, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. The CFL needs to fix this one-year contract shit. And the sooner the better. Uh, Charles, anything on the BC Lions? Uh, well, first of all, I'll be extremely pissed off if they let Lucky Whitehead walk for nothing. I'll be furious if they do that and be honest because I thought when healthy, he was probably the best player in the CFL last year. Uh, I want them to resign Brian Burnham, but for a reasonable cost, they cannot overpay for him. Uh, even though they he's still last uh, year. Yeah, and I hope they don't do it this year. Uh, even though he's still one of the top receivers in the CFL, he's probably on the downward trajectory of his career. So they got to be – I want them to ring it back, but they've got to be, um, uh, you know, they've got to be smart about this. They can't, you know, stick themselves. Um, yeah, um, I think Riley's going to be back. I don't think there's much chance he's not back at quarterback, although I do think – He's probably going to have to restructure his contract a little bit more. I believe he already did it once, but I think they're going to have to uh, do that again to bring in some other pieces that they need, in particularly on defense. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I'm hoping those guys come in and they're back. They're all back. Uh, maybe that's not possible. Uh if Brian Burnham were to leave, I'd be sad, but I wouldn't be as upset as I would if Lucky Whitehead uh, were to leave. Because, quite frankly, I think Lucky Whitehead, when Lucky Whitehead, and go back and look at this, and it shouldn't happen for one player, but when Lucky Whitehead got hurt last year, that's when the Lions' fortunes began to nosedive. Because he got hurt, and boom, down they went. Um, so that um, he was a very valuable player for that team, and if he walked for nothing, I'll be mad. Right, okay. very annoying. And I don't, dis- I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you in anything you said. I will challenge something though, and and it's it's you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong that the BC Lions' fortunes did take a nosedive when Lucky Whitehead got re- injured, but why? <laughs> Was it because he was the best player in the CFL? I don't know. But is it because they now can double-team Brian Burnham and shut him down? I think that had a lot to do with it. Because you can't double-team both of those guys. You don't have enough players right. in the field. So, so Brian Burnham and Lucky Whitehead in tandem with Mike Riley as the quarterback is a force to be reckoned with in the CFL. 
But if Brian Burnham <clears throat> left and you just had Lucky Whitehead, they're going to double-team Lucky Whitehead, and he's not going to be the performer that he was. You have to have another all-star that's with him. Well, that's, of course, depending if they bring in any other receivers and so on. We don't know. Uh, uh, but you're course. right. Uh, but, those but you understand what I'm saying. Each other. Yes, I do. Yes. It, and it's, it's no different when, when Willie will say that um, uh, Willie Jefferson and uh, who's the, the other guy? Jeff Coates in Winnipeg. Yep. They, they need to be with each other. Right? For, for, yeah. for one to shine, the other one has to be there. I mean, it, yeah, and it was even better. It was with Solly and Adam Big Hill. It was, it, it was the tandem that, that, that was so successful in BC at that point in time. And I think that that's what's going on with Brian Burnham and Lucky Whitehead. And I think that Brian Burnham has been such a threat in the CFL for so many years that he, teams were still teeing up on him. And left Lucky Whitehead uh, in, in it, the ability to, to make the plays that he did. Uh, I still don't understand why we have Lamar Durant as the highest paid receiver in the BC Lions. That, that's a head scratcher for me. I don't care if he's a Canadian. If if, if we're only paying him that much because he's a Canadian, then it's time that the fucking ratio goes away. Because why would you pay him more money than you would Lucky Whitehead or Brian Burnham? That's absolutely ridiculous, actually, that he paid more money than Lucky Whitehead or Brian Burnham. Because he's not Both in that guy. Either one of those guys' league. Nope. Well, he's in their league. No. This is not their caliber. That's what I meant. Just the, they're all in the CFL. <laughs> I know what you meant, and I'm just bugging you. Okay, so we're moving on from BC. We could talk about this. Unless what? Will, whoa, you whoa, have anything don't to say I get about the talk? subject that we have here, don't please I? go ahead. I think we'll, we'll, yes. we'll want to talk. Oh. You, know how you, you know how you keep – okay, so what I was going to say is you're going to have to pay for Lucky Whitehead this year, okay? Yes. Because yes. you probably got him as a bargain last year. And the way you yes. keep Lucky Whitehead – and Burnham is you get rid of Lamar Durant. Of course. Okay? That's if what they you got to do. I honestly wouldn't have a problem with it. If it well, meant keeping both of those guys, I'd be fine with that. I like Durant, so, but he's injury prone. Yeah, I know he is. I've told you that for years. Anyways, um, Mike Riley, I still think Mike Riley's going to be in BC. He's going to renegotiate his contract, and he's going to come in there for one more year. And he'll be a mentor to uh, What's-His-Face. And What's-His-Face will take over the year after. We'll take over the year after. I have a question. I have a question for you. Yep. Yep. Why, why would Mike Riley renegotiate his contract? That's the only way they should be able to keep him. What, what, what would make him want to re- renegotiate? Well... What would make him want to renegotiate? He wants to throw the ball yeah. to Lucky Whitehead. Okay, that's what. That's one number one. He'd probably like to throw the ball to Brian Burnham. That's number two. Okay, just so they can surround him with better players than he's been playing with. That's why he would renegotiate. And I mean, obviously, okay. obviously, money doesn't matter to him. 
if after his playing career he wants to be a fucking fireman, and I'm not putting firemen down, you know, he's not going to make that kind of coin being a fireman. There's no doubt about that. Right. So why wouldn't you just take the last part of your seat your last year in your contract at $725,000 and say, you know what? I'm not renegotiating. I'm going to take $725,000 and I'm going to play next year with the BC Lions. And I'm going to take a little bit more abuse than what I have throughout my career, but hopefully not and, as much as I have BC the last Lions, few years. And the BC we'll Lions the are going to say no. The BC Lions are going to say no. We don't want you for $750,000 for this season. Because that's too much 25. money. Whatever. So they're going to release them. And then what are they going to do? Absolutely. So I guess they start the Canadian guy full time. Or, or they like sign Jeremiah. Or they, or they sign Jeremiah Mazzoli or Marcus Crandall. Mm-hmm. Or Nick Arbuckle. Trevor Harris. Or or starting them too quickly. I mean, don't don't forget, don't forget what's his name has worked with Trevor Harris, the head coach, Rick Campbell. He has worked with yeah. Trevor Harris in, in Ottawa. Yep. So there's all kinds of things that are going to happen this year that we can't predict. Okay. Can we move on from BC now? Ottawa Red Blacks. Oh, yeah. quarter, quarterback stability or lack thereof. Since Henry uh-huh. Burris' retirement, Trevor Harris's departure, it's been a revolving door at quarterback in Ottawa. Dominic Davis, Jonathan Jennings, Will Arnott struggled through 2019. Red Blacks acquired Nick Arbuckle the following season, who never played. Uh, they parted ways. In came Matt Nichols. Matt Nichols didn't do the fucking job either. Um, and then Caleb Evans showed a little bit of flair, but no, nah, that didn't happen. Uh, with options like uh, Dane Evans, Mazzoli, Bethel Thompson on the market. Who is going to end up in Ottawa? That's the question. Most important position for the Ottawa Red Blacks in 2022. I think Trevor Harris is going to end up in Ottawa. You just said he's going to end up in BC. No, I didn't say that. Oh. I, you did. I said Jeremiah. You so? I said Jeremiah Mazzoli or Marcus Crandall. No, you said that uh, Trevor Harris has already worked with Rick Campbell. Well, he yeah, has. Yeah. So that could be a that could be a possibility too. But where has Trevor Harris had most of ex- most of his success? But that team doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He hasn't been successful in Edmonton. That's for sure. He was semi-successful in Montreal, but he know, knew he wouldn't be staying there. So no, that was a red back to Ottawa. He should go back to Ottawa. I don't think that'll happen. I can. I honestly could see Harris more likely to go to Toronto than Ottawa. I see Trevor Harris going back to Edmonton. 
Elizondo and Noel Thorpe are going to be there. Chris Jones is in there. I think that Chris Jones might bring Trevor Harris in because he's probably the best, most qualified, most experienced quarterback that's out on free agency right now that actually has an upside. And what's his upside? Well, he's better than Mazzoli. But he's just as he's just as inconsistent as Mazzoli. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I, I don't know if I agree with that. What? Don't get me wrong. He's inconsistent. Don't get me wrong. He's inconsistent. But I think I would say Mazzoli is more inconsistent than Harris is. Yeah, I, I think Trevor Harris is going to end up in in Edmonton. Okay. I just find that weird that he would end up back there. But you may be right. I'm not saying yeah, but, but well, no, no. I, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking if they resign Trevor Harris, the fans are going to come running to the stadium in droves since he's done such a great job the last two years. Well, no more so than Chris Holmes going back there. Well, I know. That's why I find it so weird. There's, there's already a lot of fans that were pissed off about that. They did, a lot of fans didn't want him back. Yeah, I think they're going to lose a lot of fans over Chris Jones, to be honest with you. I, they've already lost a lot of fans. Do you think they can lo- actually lose any more? I was going to say, judging by some of their crowds this year, they don't have a lot more to lose to start with. I, I think they lost more fans over their fucking name change. I'm, I'm still not used. Okay, continuing on. Are we done with that? Anything else we want to yeah. say about the Red Blacks? Caleb Evans? Go, Caleb. Who's Caleb Evans? He was the quarterback in uh, Ottawa after Nick, uh, Matt Nichols did shit. Thanks, Christopher. That was a rhetorical question. <sighs> he looked half decent. I could see him coming back as a backup. I don't think they want him as a starter, though. I don't think he is a starter. He was at the end of this oh. year, but that's because they didn't have anybody else. Okay, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I'd love to see Duke Williams back in green, this time for a full campaign. After a couple seasons south of the border with Buffalo, the explosive retur- receiver returned to the CFL in October by signing with the Riders. It gave Saskatchewan another impact receiver and player that could help Cody Fajardo stretch the field. Williams is just starting to find his groove. You know, this, this Pat Steinbeck used the word groove way too many times in this fucking article. Uh, Nichols only appeared in five games this past season, but couldn't find his groove. Everything is groove to this guy. Okay. Williams went for us hundred yards twice in six appearances, but on those two occasions came in the final three games of Saskatchewan season. Uh, yeah, 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 whatever. Fajardo and Williams have potential to be a massive hookup. Yeah, okay, but maybe not. Um, who posted that thing about Saskatchewan being a bunch of perverts? I did. I found that with Bonnie. You, you got that where? I just said it was funny. I found it. It was just uh, oh. popped up on my Facebook. Uh, it popped up on my Facebook. I laughed my head off at it, and I'm like, I gotta share this. 
It was extremely funny. I, I actually didn't get to hear it because I was in my excavator at the time, but I was doing some, uh, I, I had, it had subtitles on it for a bit there. And I yeah. looked at it and then go, I, I probably got to hear this, so I'll watch it later. So I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, it looked funny. Uh, you can't post that in the group, can you? That would be no. bad. You get a lot of people pissed off if you did. Be funny yeah. as hell, though. Why don't you go post it in the uh, uh, Winnipeg Blue Bomber armchair quarterback thing? Oh, that I would be did. funny. I already did. Oh, okay. like that there. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They were quite happy with okay. that. Uh, any word on Saskatchewan here, guys? What do you got to say about it? Um, they're, they're kind of a team that I don't know what's going on with. They're... They're explosive, but not good enough to be consistent. They, they're they a good quality team, but just not good enough. Uh, I think I think they have to upgrade their quarterback. I, I don't argue with that. I, but who are you going to upgrade it to? There's guys out there. Even Chris Jones would take a shot to Pajardo. Actually, I wouldn't say he was taking shots. I just think he was giving his honest opinion. Yeah, I agree. And he didn't think he was a starter. But again, when we're talking about quarterbacks and who's going to the same cast of characters, guys like uh, Fajardo, um, uh, uh, Trevor Harris, it's kind of the same guys. I mean, Dane Evans or whoever's going to be, um, you know, released it out there. Arbuckle? I don't know. Potentially. It's, it's, it's kind of the you damned if you do, damned if you don't yeah. with Cody Fajardo sort of thing, right? I, is he, a, is he yeah. a starter? No, I don't know if he is or not, but what the hell? Um, I don't know. I, it, it's just, you know, I made a comment in in one of the posts, and, and it, I, I probably shouldn't have put it into that post because it really wasn't happening. One of the things that's really fucking up this league right now is this global player. And uh, a few teams, particularly the BC Lions, have, have put the global player as a kicker instead of burying somewhere on special work. teams. BC had a consistent field goal kicker from the beginning of the season. Okay? And I'm just saying that this BC did that. Saskatchewan wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah, BC might have, would have uh, overtaken them. Well, BC would have won three games, two of them against Saskatchewan. Yeah. Okay, that's five games for BC and two away from Saskatchewan. That's five games. Saskatchewan wouldn't have made the playoffs if BC had a kicker. 
So I don't think they're the powerhouse that everybody thinks they are. I'm not saying BC is either. I'm just saying that BC would have won both of the games against Saskatchewan. We lost them both by a field goal that our kicker missed. Yep. And shouldn't have. And shouldn't have. And we lost one other game because of our kicker. I don't know what's going on there. It's just global player shit. It's it, it. Ambrosia's fucking up this league. Yeah, they tried the they tried the um, the what you would call it the um, global player, and it just it hasn't had really much effect at all. In fact, it probably has more of a negative effect than a positive one. Personally, I think it's hard to do away with that because it's really not working. I don't think – I mean, Charles and I had the privilege of going to a meeting at the BC Lions head office and did a roundtable discussion with Rick Blairshell, the president, um, put on by the BC marketing department, and Randy Ambrosi was there. And Randy Ambrosi – went over his entire CFL 2.0 concept. And it actually made sense to me at what he was trying to do. And I'm going to use the word try because I honestly don't believe that he has succeeded in, in what he was trying to do. And that was to, by bringing in global players, isn't trying to create fans in Japan or Germany or wherever it is. It's trying to create Japanese-Canadian fans to CFL and German-Canadian fans to the CFL and trying to open it to a broader audience within our own borders is the whole concept of CFL 2.0. And I understand that, but I really don't think that there's that much benefit to it and nor have we seen anything from it there's no results I don't believe it's working no, it clearly not working because there's been really they've had these now for about two or three years or at least a couple of years and there's not really been any sort of breakthrough international player well the only thing that I believe that it's done is weakened our league by forcing us to take on substandard players from another country. It's bad enough that we have to have substandard players from our own country. Do away with the ratio completely. If if you got rid of the Canadian ratio right now, how could you mandate a, a global player on the team? Crickets. I'm hearing crickets. No, I, 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 no, you're right. You know, it, it would be over so fast. We, we all agree. We all know. We, there's no doubt about it that the Canadian ratio has to go away. Do we believe it will, William? I do. I do. I do. I think it has to go. 
We know it has to go. Will it go? That's the question. Well, and and if you had a looked at the uh, twenty LTCFL podcast uh, thing, I did I did I did put something on there this week, and I want you to invite this guy on the show because he would probably give, give you a good <laughs> argument why it should. But you didn't what do you even mean by reply why, to why it. So. Quite right. it I'm tired of it. Yeah. What was that? He wants it to stay. I know he does. He wants it expanded. He wants it even more Canadian. But yes, because he says there's good Canadians out there, which I'm not going to say there's not good Canadians out there. But what I'm saying is they should have to compete on the same level as the Americans and may the right. best I man win. That for a long time. And may the best man win. But once yeah, again, you've got Lamar Durant, Burnham, and you've got Lucky Whitehead. And the three of them are competing for a, a wide-out position on the BC Lions. Who's going to make the team, and who are you going to pay the most money to? Well, all three of them made the team, and they played the Canadian guy the most money. And whose fault is that? Who signed that guy? I think that was still Ed Hervey that signed him, was it not? Or that was that's, no, that's what I Yeah, I think it was. Okay, that's what I'm so, thinking Will, too. I've, got this, I've got this thing up here, and it says, hey, and you are yelling. Says, I think we should invite this guy onto our podcast. He'd be a great addition. What do you say, CJ? Um, and, it, okay, he says the CFL is perfect just the way it is. With one exception, expand the Canadian content on all rosters immediately. There are amazing Canadian football players from Canadian universities and ex-junior football players, etc., who are super talented Canadian athletes who are, aren't getting a chance to earn a living and continue careers for a few years because of an outdated roster policy. And finally, isn't there a millionaire in Nova Scotia or somewhere wanting to and willing to buy a team and make the league a solid 10 CFL franchises? Thanks for listening. Obviously Who is not. this fucking moron, and why would you want him on the I, podcast? I, I didn't. I was disappointed that you didn't see that live on, on the post because I thought you'd reply to that. But I didn't see oh, the reply. I, I, That's why I, I talked it because – it's 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 it would be it would be something that you would lose your mind over, okay? And I was very disappointed you didn't see it. That's why I put it there. Um, oh, I but, saw it. I saw it. I but, read it. But if but, you look at it, you, you put it up at ten twenty a.m. Okay, I'm in an excavator yeah. at ten twenty a.m. and I really don't have okay. the time to lose my shit on a keyboard at that moment in time because I would have. If I if you had so, sent it to so, me at seven o'clock so, at night, I'd have lost my shit on you. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the scariest thing, the scariest thing about that, about that post, is I think the majority of the people think that way. We're we're agreeing with him. Yes. The majority of people do agree with them. 
And and that's why I don't know I don't know what people are watching or what people consider good football. People even give this any kind of a thought, okay? Because I'll they... give you an answer to that. I'll give you an answer to that. Okay, please do. Okay? Half the people are below average. Yeah. Okay. Half the people are below average. What's his name? Um, what's his name? The uh, the, uh, the 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 talk guy. What's his name? Come on, the motivational speaker guy, the biggest guy. What's his name? Oh, there's so many of them, but yeah. Um, no, 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 no. The big guy with the black hair and the teeth. Tony Robbins. He's the most. Yes, Tony Robbins. He's the most famous. Okay? I would I would have said Napoleon Hill, but he's dead. Okay, no, no, Tony Robbins. And what's what's Tony Robbins' main thing right now that he wants everybody to do? I don't listen to him. I I know, I don't listen to him that much, but I've seen things of him, blurbs of him lately. And his big thing now is raise your standard. People don't know what that is. (laughs) It's because they don't have a standard. People don't know what that is. Raise your standard. And that's what I'm thinking with the CFL. Raise your standard. Okay? Okay. And so you're, not gonna raise your, you're not going to raise your standard with Canadian players. Do you know what that statement means? Because I don't think you do. Okay. Educate me, Christopher. Well, what is what is this saying? Tell, tell me again. Raise your standard. Raise your standard. Is that word pluralized or not? No. Okay, then raising your standard is not the, not the same as raising your standards. Raising your standard is Correct. a flag. Okay? A standard is a flag, like a coat of arms. And raising your standard meaning... Display yourself. Show show the world who you are. Does not mean anything about raising the bar, is what I believe you think it is. Which means no, no, no. get better at it. I believe no no no. What he's talking about is raising the bar. But that's not what you just said. That's not what that that phrase means. It needs to have an S at the end of that word for that to be correct. Whatever. If you want to correct, if you want to correct, if you want to correct Tony Roberts' fucking English, then go ahead. But I've listened to what he said, and what he's saying is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So you want to raise the bar? There you go. Okay. People, people, people are good with just enough. Okay. They always oh, have yeah. been. Oh, hell yeah. They hell always yeah. have been. Yeah, I, okay. The guy who I bought this ranch from, we called him Good Enough Rod because everything was just good enough. Uh-huh. Could, couldn't be exceptional. Couldn't be outstanding. Couldn't be wow. It was always just good enough to get by. Correct. And, I mean, I, I see this. 
on a regular basis in my working life, and I ask myself all the time, why didn't they do this, and why didn't they do that, and why, and why, and why, and it's called raising your standards, and most people don't have standards, okay? Mm. So, and and I wish the CFL would take would would take that policy and run with it. Because the CFL, the way it is right now, is is not good enough. Okay? I'm sorry. It's not good enough. And I'm not just talking about the quality of the game. I'm talking the whole league in general. It's not good enough. If they want to continue, they have to change. Oh, but what about all these people out there that say, don't change a thing, stay exactly as you always are? Because I see too many of people are below people out there saying that. Yeah. Christopher, yeah, it's, more than half, it's, more, it's more than half the people, Christopher. Sorry. Way well, more. It just depends on where the bar is. And the thing that gets to me, when I always say, you know what, we should uh, get rid of the Canadian ratio because it's archaic and it, it just doesn't make sense. Then I get people that hit me back saying, well, if we got rid of uh, that, then we would have no Canadians in the CFL. I don't think these people realize, but by saying that, you're kind of making my point. Because you're saying, in effect, well, the players you're not playing now under this ratio aren't good enough. So um, but, we need the ratio Charles, in there to play. But, but Charles, I, the, you're correct. They're making your point. But their point is wrong. Because simply saying that there wouldn't be any Canadians you know in the is. CFL, well, we don't have that rule in the I NFL. Watch. And there's Canadians playing in the NFL. Exactly. So Canadians are good enough to play in the CFL, just not mandating 21 of them per team. That's what I'm saying. There is not, there's not 180 CFL players capable CFL caliber Canadian players. If there are, we haven't found them all yet because the, what we found doesn't doesn't make sense. I would I I would be curious to see what percentage of Canadians play in the NCAA. Well, percentage very few. Yes. Well, Below I realize 1%. that, but okay. So, but how many players is that? How many players is that? We well, got to realize that ten thousand. Division one, Division one NCAA players graduate every year. Right. So that would mean that there's going to be forty thousand Division A players. Period. Okay. That's just Division A. What about Division or Division one, Division two, Division three? Yeah. How many players right. can they're talking? About? Are we talking about a hundred thousand players more? And 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 how many are Canadians? A hundred. I, I watched a, I watched an int- I watched an interesting uh, documentary on on uh, I think it was Netflix the other day about uh, Chase 
Claypool, about Chase Claypool, Cuba Hubbard, what's his name, Charles? Chuba Hubbard or Hubbard Chubert or Chuba Hubbard or Chuba okay. Hubbard, whatever. I don't know exactly. How you and um, um, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Holland. Okay, all NCAA double NCAA players all got drafted into the NFL. All Canadians. Okay, and the main part of this, the the main part of this was that as they were going through the rank, they had no they had no Canadians to look up to because nobody's ever gone this way, okay? And Chase Claypool said his big idol in the CFL growing up was of course G. Roy Simon. Okay, so I I think as time goes on when more Canadians make the NFL, kids are going to emulate them from Canada. But I still don't think we should have a ratio because there is no ratio in any other fucking league. Well, there is. And I, and I use that argument all the time, but there is. Uh, the German Football League right now, the Gridiron Football League, in Germany, you're only yeah, yeah. allowed to have three import players. The, the rest have to be yeah, German. Yeah, but those, those aren't on the same level as the CFL and the NFL. No, absolutely not. And that was my So point. I don't care. I don't care about them. I told you, I told you a little while ago that uh, um, this Hunchak kid who uh, plays for the Stampeders, his brother just left, I think he left today or yesterday, He's going to the French Football League to play for the rest of the year. And he gets paid for it, and hey, why not? You know what I mean? Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, give, you an answer, I'll give you an answer to your question. Okay? Yeah. NCAA Division One. there are 66 Canadians. Okay. Out of 44,000. Okay. And then, of course, you know what my next question would be, right? How many are kickers? No, how, how many, many are kickers? starters? How many are starters? How many are starters? Yeah, it doesn't say. It and says I'm, six I'm gonna, players have I'm, been drafted. Six Canadians have been gonna, drafted in the NFL in the last two years. Yeah, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that at least 50% of those players are offensive linemen. Okay. That may very well be possible. I don't know if there's a staff, but I, I think you might be right about that. Because they do get a lot of Canadian offensive linemen that will go down to the States. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at it. Chase Claypool is a uh, linebacker. Chuba Hubbard is what? Chase Claypool, Claypool is a wide receiver. receiver. Not a, yeah, not a linebacker. What's that? Chuba Hubbard's a running back. Chase Claypool okay. is not a linebacker. Is... He's a receiver. I, I thought I said receiver. I'm sorry. No, he's a linebacker. Okay, my, uh, my, my bad. 
I know he's a receiver. Defensively, two Canadian standouts this fall is at Davis Robinson with Mississippi State and linebacker Jesse Lutka in at Penn State, who are both on the senior bowl watch list. At quarterback position, Curtis Rourke at Ohio. Uh, however, top Canadians to watch this fall, John Michi. Uh, with uh, the Crimson Tide in Alabama as a quarterback. Interesting. Right. Canadians have got two quarterbacks at the NCAA level. Division one. So anyhow, that's uh, that answers your question. Yep. Not a lot. It's actually a. Dr- there's actually a German quarterback at Texas Christian University. A German quarterback? German. There are three global players in the NCAA, counting Canadian. One's a Mexican. Or there's, sorry, there's three Mexicans. There's an Australian. Twenty-five German players. Twenty-five Germans. Wow. Shit, there's twenty-five Germans. There's only sixty-six Canadians. Six Swedes, one Finn, two Danish. Interesting article. Interesting article. Oh, and this is by our our buddy. Um, what's his name? Uh, I I never remember his name. I never remember his name. Why not? It, it, it's called uh, uh, American Football International. Is in the Sweden? He used to be on the BC Lions marketing department. I always forget his name. Yeah, I can't Sorry, remember his name. I know who you're talking about, though. We've had him on the podcast. Yeah. Not Lawrence. No, no, Is no. It- No. These yeah, are on Facebook. Oh, I'm feeling like the putts. Because he's actually, he gets up early in the morning and sometimes he listens to our podcast. I hope he's not listening to this one. So, hey! I'll be messaging you. This is my name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know Damn. who you guys are talking about. Total, total fucking blank. Anyways, it'll probably come to us eventually. Or you'll get a nasty personal message, Christopher. That's the highly high possibility in that one. Totally. uh, Actually, he's too nice a guy. He would never do that to me. Why does he talk to you then if he's too nice of a guy? That sounds weird. Oh, shut up. You're an asshole. Yeah, I know. Takes one to know one. He does. Uh, hey, anybody know where Todd Bogey has disappeared to? Facebook jail? Again? 
I haven't seen him at all. I haven't seen him at all. No, I'm not finding it anywhere. Roger Kelly. There you go. Roger Kelly. Sorry, buddy. I'll give you the shout out. I knew who I was talking about. I just can't remember your name. He's in Sweden. Uh, okay, so let's move on. We got uh, like seven minutes in the game, in the show. And remember, I don't get warnings from the blog talk bitch because I'm not on my thing. I'm on my uh, my phone, so I have to be very careful about it. We ran out of time on the last show. And the show before that, I believe, too. Okay. Um, yep. There was something I wanted to talk about. What was it? It was kind of kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Was not, we were doing the end of that that quarterback Monday morning quarterback thing, and there was something I wanted to flip over to. What was it? Oh well. Can't find it. <laughs> Probably a lie, anyways. Never know. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, it was just an article. It was really kind of interesting. Quickly flip through Let's Talk CFL articles. Oh, this is it. This is the article that you put up, which was the thirteenth um, man. Which I don't know who is the thirteenth man. Can you explain it to me? Because I really, I, I delete a lot of his posts because he does some weird shit. But um, you you posted an article by him today, which was five bold predictions for the CFL off season. Are you talking about me or Charles? You. Oh, okay. William. Foley's okay, so what's moves your... on from the Stampeders. Right. They're restructuring his contract, but he does right. not believe that Bo Mitchell will stay in Calgary. He will move on. Right. Uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli goes unsigned. Simone Lawrence moves west. I guess he's hoping he's going to Edmonton because I don't know who the hell else would want that fucking guy. Um... Blue Bombers lose multiple big names. I think that's going to happen. And I predicted that uh, at the end of the season. Well, yeah, but like who are they going to They're going to lose Andrew Harris, Darvin Adams, Kenny Lawler. I think they're going to lose um, a good Jefferson. a good portion a good portion of their offensive line. Yeah. Well, that's sad because then they they're going to need another quarterback because <laughs> this one's going to be fun. well. They 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 could <laughs> lose him too. They could lose him too. Calaris is going to. I'll take him back here. That no, no, well? Zach Calaris. I personally think Zach Calaris should retire. It would be smart for him back to back Grey Cups. What a way to go out back to back Grey Cups. Yeah. yeah. 
wants to three. But this, this is the season where he's going to make the most money. He's going to be able to go in and demand that seven hundred thousand dollars that <clears throat> Riley and Mitchell have. Well, and and boy, they got a lot of their top names. Don't forget, like they're like everybody else, Charles. They got a lot of they got a lot of free agents. And don't forget, uh, don't forget the guy in Winnipeg is notorious for signing kickers to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars contracts. So it wouldn't be out of the question to give Calaris that kind of money, like seven hundred thousand. But if you give that to them, yep. you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to spread it around in other places, and it's amazing we'll how many it. guys will take it from other. Places. How many guys? It's it's amazing how many guys are gonna will move for ten grand. It's true. And, and you're gonna have to turn around and say, okay, guys, we just won back to back breakups. I need you all to take a ten thousand dollar a year pay cut because we have to pay our they're not, quarterback they're not more gonna money. do that because because their philosophy is guys, we just won two gray cups. Now it's time to pay me. Yes. Of course it is. Yeah. So, who do you think is gonna be most active in the free agency market that is going to take the most bombers? Because this guy's prediction uh, is it will be the Ottawa Red Blacks. With Sean Burke in there for, as GM. I and what's his name? Is the, what's, Chris Jones. Is he like the Ray team? Good team. Yeah, Paul I was Lapalise thinking about that too. Coach, former Winnipeg. Paul, Paul LaPolice will probably go after some of their players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, he's, he's made five bold predictions, but I don't think yep. they're that bold. Uh, I don't either. I, I, dis, I disagree with Bo Levi Mitchell moving on from the Stampeders. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, although um, it's possible, and, and we've discussed possibility of him going to Toronto. Jeremiah Mazzoli goes outside. I happen to agree with that. Simone Lord moves west. I, I can't – I don't see a problem with Simone Lawrence moving west. Uh, it would be to the Edmonton team with Chris Jones. He, he's the type of player that would play with Jones. Uh, Blue Bombers lose multiple big names. Well, fuck, that's pretty obvious. And Red Blacks add a chunk of the Bombers. Well, short of the – the bully by Mitchell leaving is, is he's bang on on all of these. I, I don't think they're bold predictions. He, he's stating the fucking obvious. Oh, the show's the show's almost over. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.